Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Spine Chain. Uh, this is Norhadi, your house. And I'm very excited because we got a special guest today with me now, uh, Dr. Mudasir. He is a Spine Chain professional, also trainer, a speaker, and the author and also blogger at the leading Spine Chain blog uh, called SCM Dojo. Thanks for joining us, uh, Dr. Mudasir, and welcome to Bichara Spine Chain. Ah, thanks for having me. Uh, how are you folks? How's everybody? Hope uh, you guys are safe and uh, doing well with your families. Uh, that's the key message here every, mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's great. So today's topic is uh, key uh, pillars for the supply chain uh, competitiveness. But before we step into the main topic, um, could you please brief a bit about yourself, uh, your professional background and how you end up with the current role in supply chain? Yeah, so uh, my name is uh, Dr. Mudassar Ahmed, as Narudi explained. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've done, I'm originally from Pakistan. I did my engineering uh, degree uh, back home, and then I went to do, do my master's in uh, management production and supply chain from Chalmers University of Technology in, in Sweden. Um, I had a gr- great experience there uh, professionally, and as a student, then I moved to UK uh, to search for time scholarship, which I had received from Lancaster university management school uh, it was a pretty good a pretty good experience but then i was working part time for a company called eaton um, uh, they gave me the full time job uh, so it was very difficult to work you know full time phd with full time job so i negotiated with my with my with my company and what happened mm-hmm. was they end up funding my uh, my phd so i've gone from a full time phd school scholar to the part time one it took me 7 years to completed my phd but it was fantastic experience so when i once i finished my phd in 2015 uh, what happened was you know i have too much content and i do not know uh, you know what to do with it so i did learn about blogging and i love sharing knowledge for me sharing knowledge is essentially uh, is a form of learning so if i learn something new i like to share and the more you share the more you learn uh, kind of philosophy so uh, so that's why what i started doing so mudassarism was just a basically a supply chain hardcore theoretical blog uh, which i started in 2017 and after two years i actually 18 in fact i start doing the rebranding because there's other people who were contributing as well so it become scm dojo supply chain management dojo mm-hmm. and dojo is a japanese word which means yeah. a place to learn and meditate as well. probably you you folks know in south uh, southeast asia so uh and uh, so the key purpose is of of sindujo is to is basically share uh, share knowledge and i would like to think the supply chain knowledge and solutions for everyone not just one person yeah. and uh, it has got a uh, quite a bit following as you can see i've got 30000 followers on on, on uh, mm-hmm. linkedin i've got 70 80000 visitors on, on on my website it is one of the leading blogs as, as people say i have a very very a nice weekly newsletter which i send it to people about 27 28000 people so i would recommend to to everybody to join just to just to say the last part i have some very useful guides and 
tools available which for all the supply chain professionals just go and click on the tools click on mm-hmm. the uh, guides and i'm sure you will find it very very beneficial so that's a very high level introduction for me and myself and my my blog yeah awesome so i wanted to jump to the fundamental questions when and how specifically can supply chain leaders begin to identify and then revisit their supply chain strategy in meeting the, the competitive uh, business? And additionally, Dr. Mudassian, can you please share with your view with regards to the competitions on the recent day? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a very, very, very good question. So let me find uh, the, the right answer for this. So I, uh, So, so let's understand the the supply chain strategy. So supply chain. So what is the strategy to start with, right? Uh, a supply chain is for me the word strategy means is a set of decisions on in a set of direction, right? So whatever direction you have defined, uh, you have to take certain decisions towards that direction, right? So that's a very simple definition of the strategy. Michael Porter is one of the famous writer. I think if you want to learn about strategy, let's study about Michael Porter. I think this is this is one of his one of his definition. So, uh, so first of all, and supply chain leaders has to understand what direction business is going. Right? Are you going towards more cost leadership? Are you going more, more towards innovation leadership? Or, you know, are you, or because the companies I work for, we thoroughly believe. That uh, supply chain uh, is essentially will give us a competitive advantage because there's only so much product innovation you can do, mm-hmm. right? There's only so much product innovation do. So what differentiate between you and your and your and your competition is essentially how uh, how better you are. Right in providing customer service. So, what is customer service? Is essentially four element, which is cost, quality, delivery, and lead time. So, the better you are in providing a better quality and the best cost, the quicker and on time you the better, better, better advantage you have over your competition. Right. So, let's come. So, about revisiting. So, that's one part of identifying the direction and you take certain decision. So, once you know which direction you want to go and what decisions you want to make. Uh, to achieve that strategy, you need to look into your uh, supply chain design, right? Mm-hmm. And I, uh, with all due respect to the supply chain leaders, I'm not sure a lot of supply chain leaders have a, a very good understanding how to uh, basically assess their supply chain design, right? Yeah. So what does actually supply chain design mean? The way when I say supply chain design is essentially uh, four variables they need to focus on, right? So focus on product segmentation. You know they have a functional product or an innovative product. So if you are Apple, so for example, supply chain leader, you have you are a very innovative product, and the design of that supply chain of that product design should be different. Therefore, supply chain design should be different. If you are selling jeans, which is a very functional product, then it is a different ball game, right? Therefore, supply chain design should be educated to that. So the first is a, a product segmentation in terms of design. The second is um, Customer segmentation, right? So you have to classify your customers into your core customers, strategic customer, maintained customer. Some customers maybe do you do do not want to work with because they are pain in the ass and you don't make any money with them, right? So that's the that's the second part. Mm-hmm. The the third third part I would say is what is more important important is is the is the lead times segmentation, 
right you need to understand uh, for which product what lead time you want to you want to supply right uh, for example you know uh, you are into a made to stock business made to order business assembled to order business you have to pick from from those uh, elements of the lead time or you could be supplying combination of all of them right so there's a third the third element the fourth element and the important element is essentially supply segmentation right uh, so you have to define what the keys in your know, strategy suppliers core suppliers maintain suppliers exit suppliers because based on that you will basically uh, define what you know supply chain is always built on the performance of the suppliers and what supplies you want to work with strategically and what are the ones you do not want to work strategically yeah okay so so, so if you want to revisit again as i said understand what makes your business uh, competitive right and then take certain decisions on those directions revisit your supply chain strategy based on the four variables i have explained mm-hmm. awesome so uh you wrote as well this this topic at your blog where you have mentioned about the four pillars of supply chain strategy which are people process system and and, and execution so can you tell us how actually it works dr mudasir yeah i think that's the that's the strategy of the four pillars of supply chain i'm trying to promote for for some times and i thoroughly believe mm-hmm. as a supply chain professional as a leader if you focus on uh, uh, any problem if you if you focus on any short term long term how big or small problems you face if you focus on those four pillars uh, and try to segment uh, the the for example the root cause using five eyes or whatever philosophy you use yeah. or method you used to Uh, classify the problem and try to fit into those four boxes then you will understand uh, where the problem lies uh, it could be combination of all or, or could be one specific issue so so i think that people when we say are the most important assets most people will say that but how what do you mean by by people is our asset so what i believe is to recognize our most important assets our people uh, by building standard organization structures behind it so the roles and responsibilities or people should be clearly defined you know it it doesn't mean they are doing a one specific job it could be doing there are multiple things that's fine with us as long as it it needs to be defined very well okay so that's the that's the most important part so once you know uh, you know the people clear structures responsibility and they have to be engaged they have to have a performance management systems then you need to focus on designing your key processes so you know supply chain if you think about what is a process a so process is essentially a box with a set of activities and any uh, and in this box there is an input and there is an output going forward right so any process which doesn't have input doesn't have the set of activity and doesn't have output is not essentially a process so most of the things we do in supply chain does have a process right uh, so define your key processes right Uh, there's a difference between an sop which is standard operating procedure and a process process is 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 slightly on a higher level so define your key key processes and every process is and i believe is is measurable right and it helps you to provide the best possible information for your business based on the analysis right so define key processes then the third the, the third pillar and i think most businesses have some kind of systems and we should use the processes uh, which should be designed around the systems we use right so let's assume if you don't have a process and you 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 gone ahead and bought a system you know very expensive erp system whatever 
if you do not have the process which tells people how to use it, then everybody will be using this in a very unstructured manner. They will be using it in their own way and therefore the output would be different. Therefore, sorry, therefore the input would be different and the output would be different. So there will be a variances in the process and once there's a variances, that means is extra cost is not efficient per se, right? So that will lead to the, the fourth element, which is the execution. So we should make the full use of people, systems, models, planning to achieve the, the best possible cost for the business, the best possible customer service, and, and basically maximize our profitability. So in, 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 if you summarize the concept, uh, train the people, find the best people, have a role of responsibility, uh, understand what engage them, define your key processes, write them down, train them down, so everybody knows what are the key structure processes. The processes should be designed to uh, maximize the system efficiency, it should be written around the systems. If the system gets changes, uh, the processes should be updated and, for the most consistent output and once you have all the three together the focus should be focus should be on execution mm. awesome <clears throat> other things i would like to ask is uh, what's the first step a supply chain leader should take to start applying the advice that you offer in, in the pillars of uh, supply chain strategy uh, what let me can you repeat the question please? yeah i was asking what is the first step uh supply chain leaders should take when they wanted to apply the these four pillars of supply chain strategy okay okay good very good very good question so uh, the question you've asked okay, what, what what are the first steps someone should take yeah. to to yeah. uh to approach so so on each of this pillar uh, uh so to basically apply these four pillars of supply chain strategy which i've explained each of them has a certain tools which you can use mm -hmm. or certain theories you can use. So for example, when you talk about, uh, you know, understanding, you know, to recognize our most important asset, our people uh, by building a standard structure with the roles and responsibility, right? So the things you can use, for example, that you can develop a supply chain council, you know, you can you know, go to SIPs or Apex, you can, you can refer them. Uh, you can have uh, uh, basically a skill metric. So mm -hmm. uh, a skill metric for a planner and a buyer, which I had, is different from the skill metrics uh, for an operator in a warehouse because the activity activity they do in the warehouse, you know, picking, packing, and shipping uh, is different if you are a buyer and planner. So define the skill metrics uh, for each of them. Uh, yeah. Furthermore, you can look into the, you know, uh, uh, I have a model which I think people like, I would call it a, a career development model. So where you can define your short-term goals, your long-term goals, and basically identify the gaps between uh, your uh, where you are right now and what short and long-term goals you have and how to close that gap. If that means you need more on-job training or basically you might need to go and do the SIPs or APEX or whatever certification, that's fine. You know, I have some courses on my website, you can do it. I think what I'm also doing, I'm very much keen on this, and that's the that is the core purpose of STM Dujo. As yeah. we, the, my aim, my vision is to give people uh, the tools which basically they identify the gaps in their skills they have, and and then we provide the content, and I would like to provide them a content which could be courses or guides which they can go come uh, which they can use to close those uh, gaps. 
So therefore, if you go to SMGO, click on the tools, there is a materials management competency assessment. So it has eight uh, categories where you can think about, you know, you can assess yourself into a best practice of uh, demand planning, supply planning, SNOP, uh, warehouse and distribution. There is a tools for a warehouse assessment. There's a tool for SNOP, uh, self, uh, self-assessment. So if you, once you use those uh, self-assessment tools, then you will know the gap between where you are right now in terms of your existing knowledge and where you want to be, right? And therefore, you can you can go and uh, and close those gaps after identifying uh, what are the knowledge gaps you have. So that's the first steps in terms of people. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> and it all of them cannot be done over time. Uh, so it cannot be done immediately. So it can be done. All of them can be done over time. So you basically needs to be patient and, you know, come up with a plan that in, for example, 2020, we want to focus on developing our demand planning competency, for example, mm-hmm. right? Next year, we want to focus on, on something else. You can, you can do that, right? So the, the next pillar of when you talk about the, uh, how to focus on the code. So what the leaders should do to focus on core processes. So first of all, they have to understand the characteristics that impact key processes. So through data, through the you know systems they have. So for example, every business should have a process to define ABC segmentation. There's again, there's a tool in, in SM Dujo. I've written a very nice blog. There's a video available. Just go and look at this and, and it should be done every three months, six months, whatever your, your business is. Again, SNOP, sales inventory and operations planning. Sales and operations planning is a very, very important process. Uh, I'm, I'm developing a course on this. I actually, I'm launching a course, um, a, a basically a webinar, a training. Uh, if anybody listening to me can go to uh, my newsletter, can subscribe, and you will get an email invitation to sign up for this uh, training. It will be a, a three-hour course, one hour, one hour each. We will be doing. And when I go to training and seminars, I do. I'm also a speaker. I speak in a lot of conferences. I uh, probably have not, I should have mentioned at the start. Um, and I, I do a masterclass for this and generally get paid a lot of money, but I will do in quarantine these days, I will do online and uh, people can sign up. It will be a pretty normal, nominal price, $15, $20 per hour. So it, it's been pretty good. Anyway, so define SNOP, have a proper man, uh, inventory management process. There's a huge amount of free material on inventory management in my website. You can use that and also focus on access and obsolete inventory. You're uh, defining your strategy suppliers. I mean, define your... There's plenty of processes you can find, define them, write it down and measure them. Okay. So that's the key processes. Then we move, then we move on basically understanding the systems, right? The idea here is to leverage the use of standard systems by building core processes around them and training the people to use them effectively. So systems, systems like ERP systems, if you're using SAP, any forecasting systems, uh, demand solutions, forecast pro, any procurement system. So any systems you're using is essentially uh, input outputs. You know, as my boss used to say, uh, any system is, is, uh, is as good as possible if, if, if there's a shit in and then sh- there's a shit out. So the idea is to have a good input to that system so you get the better output of that system. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to move to the one important concept, which uh, I probably don't see my, my, my screen, but uh, I'll try to explain where possible. So what, uh, when it comes to execution, right? 
What I like to tell people is to focus on a vital few, not trivial many, because what we're trying to do is try to do too many things and try to do it too quickly. And that for me is not the right approach because the idea of continuous improvement is you do a small step, but do it continuously over the period of time. So once those small steps will put together, it will create a very good picture over the period of time. So this is one, one message I want to give. The second message I want to give here is that what generally people do when trying to do any, any improvement work uh, or trying to execute, there's a lot of discussion, you know, they identify opportunities for improvements. Uh, after a discussion, they put a lot of uh, effort and they put a lot of time, but then they sit down and they take the break and they'll sit down and they'll write there basically the list of strategies and, you know, the actions they want to do. And they spend actually a very little or lesser time and lesser effort in actually implementing those strategies. So what I'm trying to tell people actually spend less time and effort in discussing and identifying more time and effort in basically listing down the, the actions and what you want to do and more time and a lot more time and a lot more effort in actually executing those strategies. Because once you execute, you basically, some would work, some will not work. Uh, that's just life. And you learn from it and reapply, right? You again, go through the same, same cycle, you know, identify does the whole, the famous like plan do check act, right? Uh, you do it, you, you learn from it. If it doesn't fail, you go back, you learn from your mistake and apply it. That's just life. So once you execute it better, you can, uh, you know, you can have a celebrate some success and actually probably do more with less effort. So that's my, my philosophy of focus. All right. Perfect. Okay. So before we close this discussion, Dr. Mudasir, and also to summarize what we discussed, what is the most important thing in formulating a supply chain strategy? What is your view? As I said, I think I would summarize the, the two, the two concepts. So start from actually the three concepts I would say. So what is most important in, in, in formatting the, the supplies and strategy? The first is, the, is define the direction you want to go, right? Okay. So what direction of the business you want to go? The second is essentially uh, understand uh, what are the, what is your existing supply chain design, right? And again, we discussed the four, uh, identify you the, you, you the, the four variables which you, you need to focus on, which is your product segmentation, customer segmentation, lead time segmentation, and supply segmentation. And then once you dis, def, define that design, you try to focus, try to build your supply chain uh, strategy or formatting a supply chain strategy using the four pillars, saying these are the things we want to do for people. These are the processes we want to develop or we want to focus. These are the system things you want to do, buy new systems or implement new systems or uh, improvise uh, or innovate existing yeah. systems or leverage them more and execution and execute. How we can execute it better because execution doesn't happen without thinking. So mm-hmm. that takes time. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Vichara Supply Chain.
and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.picharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.